Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, happy midday, good night. Just all depends on where you're listening from. Today is June 13th, and it is National Albinism Awareness Day. So, happy Albinism Day to me. Today, I want to talk to y'all about a few things. Of course, y'all know, just had weight loss surgery, so I'm still dealing with that. I am a total of 32 pounds down. Proud of me. The struggle got real for a minute. I was laid in my bed with absolutely no energy for four days. But I'm better now. Uh, y'all excuse the burping. That is a side effect of the surgery. So I hope it's at a minimum while I'm recording. Anywho. So the last time we talked, I had celebrated my first Pride event. And I am still kind of on a high from that. Uh, this weekend is the Tri-State Black Pride weekend. I am going to try to attend the community event in the park, community appreciation in the park. I'm going to try to attend that. It all depends on this weather. We shall see. But, y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. There's been so much going on and so little going on. And per usual, I have a shit ton of ideas in my head that I'm trying to work out. But one thing that uh, has stuck with me, and it is sticking with me, and I want to say that I mentioned this many episodes ago. A few years ago, somebody sent me the link to a morning show, and they told a horrible, in my opinion, joke about I'll say because I'm old school about albinos but I know the new generation is saying persons with albinism so let me try to be as politically correct in that as I can but being called an albino it does not bother me because hey it is what it is but anyway the joke was well, let me say this. It was a question that turned into a joke. But so the question was, where do albinos go after high school? What turned it into a joke was. The people on this said show. Didn't have a concrete answer. So they just started coming up with all these outlandish things. And like I said, that's been a few years ago when I heard it. And I don't even know how old it was when it was shared with me. But needless to say, that has set in my spirit. It pissed me off. Let me say that. And I guess to a degree, I'm still pissed. Because what kind of question is that? 
seriously, what, what, what kind of question is that? Where do albinos go after high school? The fuck you mean, where do we go? Now, I get it that in certain parts of the country, you don't see many albinos out in your day-to-day life. But then again, you may see us, but you don't really know if we're albino or as some people used to tell me, I was mixed or you don't know if we are white You just don't know. But let me tell you where I went after high school. My ass went to college. Okay? I didn't finish, but my ass went to college. Then I went to work. I had children. I got married. I got divorced. I had a whole phase. I traveled. I went on cruises. I took the Greyhound bus different places. I'm just saying, what the, where the fuck do you think we went? We are normal people just like everybody else. We just have a couple of other obstacles that come along with us. Some of us are severely light, sit, light sensitive. Some of us are legally blind. Some of us are partially blind. Some of us are completely blind. Most of us can't be out in the sun because we will sunburn. Some of us can't do independent living, but some of us do. I live alone. My children are grown and on their own. I am holding on to my as much of my independence as I can. I went to school to learn nails. Got all my hours, did not take the state board test. I had somebody who just, uh, one of my clients... She used to sniff my acrylic powder and it just turned me off. Could could not do it, could not do it, could not do it. I've held down jobs. I managed a beauty salon. I ran an event service where I did weddings and stuff like that. And I still do events. I sell adult toys now. I have my own podcast. I am a... Established member in my local BDSM and kink community. What the fuck do you mean? Where do albinos go? We are teachers. We are graphic designers. We are makeup artists. We are food service people. We are clerical people. We are doctors, lawyers. You name it, we're doing it. What the fuck do you mean? Where do we go after high school? Like, what kind of question is that? Yeah, y'all can see I'm still pissed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There are some things that still bother me. There are some things that still bother me. I I still uh, have issues with colorism. But that's a horse of another color. But anyway, so with that in mind, that has prompted me to A few projects that I have in the works. I have um, started submitting some of my writing. I have it on uh, Woodpad. I have to add some more before it can become available to the public. So I am trying to uh, gather my thoughts 
so that I can stay on the track of what I had already posted because it is erotic slash smut. Look, y'all know your girl got a mind. It's okay. I am looking to further my education and uh, expand my skills in intimacy coaching. So I'm looking into the Sexual Health Alliance School. I am also looking into uh, Urban Awakenings to study the art of Tantra and Tantric. And if y'all don't know what that is, y'all need to search that stuff. Cause baby, whoo, it's some, 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 some healing and some freedom and some release and some education in that. It's some for real becoming one with yourself and your partner in Tantra. So I'm looking to study that. I've also given burlesque a thought. Now, I'm I'm not a trained dancer by any measure. But I'm a creative person. And I think that would be a great way to enhance uh, my skill set and add to my creativity. Because... Even though I am a dom, D-O-M-M-E, slash mistress, at the heart of me, I am a sensual person. I'm an erotic person. I am a sexual person. And I am at a point in my life where I want to explore all that goodness. When I say all of it, I mean all of it. I believe in using the five senses to achieve the ultimate pleasure, not just an orgasm, but pleasure. And I am on a road to doing that. I am uh, beginning to be more intentional with the content that I'm providing. So I'm sharing a lot of educational stuff. Uh on my social media, I am not making as many reels and things like that as I used to. I need to get back to doing that. But right now, I am focused on the uh, the pleasure aspect of things. I am also hashtagging my post, my reels my tiktoks hashtag black albino woman in kink hashtag black albino because i believe that this is an area that has not been tapped into and if it has been tapped into somebody please let me know you can be a guest on my podcast i'll be a guest on yours let's collaborate let's get this thing popping but i think that a light needs to be shined on us and when i say us i'm talking about uh black albinos or black persons with albinism that do explore kink and bdsm 
that are in the adult world selling toys doing a sex education intimacy coaching sexologist a sex therapist anything dealing with sex and sexuality if you are out there please contact me please let's get together and and put us on the map and if you want to know more about me and stuff like that and and what i do and how i came to be i'll be glad to be a guest on your podcast i'm i'm open to doing uh demos bdsm demos wax demos flogging you name it if it's in my wheelhouse i am more than happy to do it i just believe with my whole heart that this is an area that needs to be highlighted and not for the glamour of it but for the knowledge of it because while people sitting up talking about some where do albinos go after high school motherfucker, we go everywhere we go everywhere We, we're not just stuck in the house. You know, I also, I just, it's so much stuff to unpack in that. And I'm just trying to stay the course. But we're not here as your sexual conquest. We're not here as the freak show, the side show, or any other show you trying to make us. We are human, damn it. We deserve, deserve the same humanity, respect, love, kindness that everybody else deserves. And I don't know about anybody else, but I'm demanding mine. I'm demanding mine. They say ignorance is bliss, but not in my face. You take that ignorant shit and keep it over there. And, and that's just the way I feel about it. But, yeah. So, that's that's where I am in that. So, I, I wanted to let you all know that that's what I'm doing. And I know that albinism is in all races and in all ethnic backgrounds and stuff like that. But right now, I'm talking about black albinism black albinos that's that's what i'm talking about i cannot speak for anybody else's experience i can only speak for mine as a black woman who happens to be an albino or an albino who happens to be black however the hell you want to phrase it that's me that's me and I'm open to questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, whatever. Because I know somebody's going to say, oh, you're just trying to do this and do that. Well, whatever. Whatever. We are here. There's a place for us. There's space for us. There's a table for us. Not room at the table. There's a table for us. And I believe that if we 
are showing up in all these areas and we are promoting ourselves and we have uh, our communities to promote us, I believe that'll be motivation for the younger generation. And hell, it might motivate some older people to step out and do what you love. Find your passion. Do what you love. Sight be damned. I'm legally blind. I need help crossing the street. I need help going up and down the stairs. But guess what? I'm still here. Is it hard for me to ask for help? Absolutely. But I'm still here. I'm trying to hold on to all of my independence for as long as I can. But I'm still here. So, in that, there are a lot of other challenges that I face. No, I cannot read Braille. They tried to teach me Braille when I was in grammar school. It did not work out for me. I just could not do it. I love to read. I went from Kindle, and I still have books on my Kindle. No, I went from physical books to Kindle to now I use uh, Audible. And I do that for convenience and vision. But, you know, we do what works for us. I use SPF 50. Or 70. But most of the time I use 50. If y'all don't know what that is, that's sunscreen. Because I burn. And I burn so bad that I blister. And that ain't pretty. And I'll have to talk about that at another date. Because, yeah, in that, I think that uh, y'all know enough about me, but I don't think that I've gone in-depth to the difficulties that I face on everyday life. Because I was trying to make the podcast not so much about me personally. I was really trying to bring the sex education, the BDSM, and the kink education uh, sexual maturity, toy care, and all of that good stuff. But this is my platform. And if I'm going to have this platform, I, I think it's only fair that in addition to giving the good education on all those things, I need to give y'all that good education and insight to me. Yes, I've shared a lot of stuff about me. <laughs> But with focusing on highlighting and bringing awareness to the fact that, yeah, persons with albinism or albinos, whichever one, we are here. We've always been here. We ain't going nowhere. I think it's only fair that I let you all know the ins and outs, especially in this uh, BDSM kink journey, because, woo, y'all. When I tell you that coming into the scene and having to sit down and have the negotiation con conversation that doesn't look like your average negotiation conversation... That's that's for real. That's for real. That's kind of deep. 
And I don't think I told y'all about that, you know, or even planning a scene and why I have uh, certain things as a hard no. Like I will never use a whip. Not because I don't know how, but I have to do what is comfortable for my eyes. So I'll never use a whip. Ain't, ain't nobody going to hit me with one either. Let's start right there. Mm -mm. There are ways to navigate this lifestyle and be an albino and have a damn good time. But I realize people may not know that because this is one thing that I've not seen. In all the groups that I'm in, 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 in all of the uh, people that I follow, I've not seen anybody who looks like me in this realm. I've not seen it. And again, if you out there, please holler at me, holler at your girl. Let's connect. So, yeah, I, I think in the coming episodes, I will be talking about uh, some of the difficulties that I face and navigating this lifestyle, finding a support system because I absolutely lo I love my 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 kink family, co-family. I love them to pieces. The BIPOC, the non-BIPOC, what we have built locally has been fucking amazing. It has been amazing. And I'm here to tell y'all, we only started in March. And it has been absolutely amazing. Yeah, we had our little bumps and bruises and stuff like that. But for the most part, these are the most loving, supportive, accepting, knowledgeable people, understanding that I've ever met in my life. And so much love and so much talent and guess what I, i'm the only albino in the space ain't that something i saw one albino at a munch and i was so freaking happy to see them Because I didn't think that I would see anybody who looks like me in the scene. Sadly, I have not seen them again. But life happens. And I'm hoping that they come back around. Because I would love to get to know them. And, and just have conversation. Because people say representation matters. You know what? That shit is real. Representation does matter. And when you don't see people who 
look like you, not people who share your ethnic background or your culture, but people who look like you, people who you can physically relate to. When you don't see that, it makes the journey a little bit more difficult. Because who you going to go to when you got a question? That no one can concretely answer, but they can give you their thoughts. But if you had that person who looks like you, and y'all have shared experience, that makes a world of difference. That makes a world of difference. And it may not seem like much to some, but that, that representation, that thing matters for real. And it matters on more than just the surface level. It matters when you get to the substance of it, to the heart of it. That representation matters. So, yeah, I'm looking to see more people who look like me. I am. More people who have shared experiences like I have. And I'm not uh, negating anybody else's shared experiences or anything like that. But again, representation matters. So if you are black, albino, and kinky, and you're looking for community, and you're in the 901-662 area, hit me up. Y'all know at the end, my email will be up here, and uh, social media and all of that, it'll be for you all to hear if you know somebody and they've been asking you questions and you don't exactly know what to tell them send them to me send them to me i would love to build community with others who look like me because let me tell y'all something i get tired of being the only color in the room Yep, you heard me. I have no pigment, but you can't tell me my melanin ain't popping. Yep. I want to be on a shirt. I want to be included in the, uh, my black is beautiful. I want to be able to be included in all this good stuff. But guess what? Since y'all want to include me, I'm going to build my own table and sit at it. And invite other people who look like me to sit with me. And then we'll invite everybody else to the table. And I'm not saying that out of anger or nothing like that. But you got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. So, yeah, that's that. I love my black people. 
I love my BIPOC community. I love my non-BIPOC community. But I seriously want to grow the community with more people who look like me. Even if it's just two or three people. Come on in the room. Let's build some more community. Let's expand on what we have. There's a place and a space for you. You are welcome. You are welcome. Persons with disabilities, guess what? You are welcome too. LGBTQ, always a place. It's a place for everybody at the table. Representation matters. I'm going to keep saying it. But I'd really like to see more people who look like me in the community. I really would. It, it just it just would do something good to me. Come out of your shell. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Be proud of who you are. Hold your head up. Smile. And when people start staring at you, yep, because I still get stared at. Tell them take a picture it lasts longer. Pose for them. It's crazy in 2023. We still going through the same craziness that I went through when I was a little girl. And I'm 48. I don't know if we stuck in a time warp or people just refuse to read or refuse to ask a question and all of that good stuff. But yeah. That's where I am. Y'all leave me some feedback. Y'all y'all know. Y'all know. And again, listen, like, subscribe, and share. As always, keep it sane, keep it safe, keep it consensual, and keep it sexy. Thank you for tuning in to The Central Garden. Once again, I am the Central Seductress, a.k.a. Mistress Alluring. You can find me on Facebook, The Central Seductress, on Instagram, The underscore Central underscore Seductress, on Twitter, The Central Garden, on TikTok, The Central Seductress 69. If you're looking to enhance your playbag and your toy essentials you can shop at thecentralgarden.com if you have any questions comments concerns even show suggestions drop me an email at thecentralgarden at gmail.com and it's spelled s-y-n-s-u-a-l check out my patreon page sign up for one of my tiers i promise you you will not be disappointed until next time Keep it safe, keep it sane, and keep it consensual. Welcome to the Central Garden. I am the Central Seductress, owner and operator of the Central Garden, also known as Mistress Alluring in the BDSM kink circles or community. 
My podcast has adult content. It is not intended for children. If you're not at least 18 years of age or older, please find something else to do. My podcast is not safe for work. And it's not safe for speakerphone if you're not in the car or with other adults. So please respect the little people and not share this with them. And now, let's get into it.